Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. The Game Boy, the Xbox, the PlayStation 4. Gotta press pause cause your mom's at my door. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. We game all month, give out points and sorts. Better look out, it's another Switch port. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Welcome Gotta everyone to another episode of the Beat of the Month podcast. This is episode 98, and we're doing a deep dive of the game Abzu. Tonight I am joined with Darkseid. What's going on? Spiral. Hey yo. Bash. What up? Emil. Hello. And Muff. And Brian. And my name is Brian, yes. So, uh, yeah, just do a quick recap of what we do here on the show. Every month we pick a theme and we play games in that theme. That can be things such as space or dinosaurs or any other topic that comes to mind. If you have a theme that you want to recommend to us, you can send us an email, month at gmail.com. We also do deep dives of games. So this is a deep dive. We just recently had one of God of War Ragnarok. Pick the game a little bit, uh, you know, on the brisker pace to, to fit it in here. Emil? This was your pick. Do you want to let the people know why you chose Abzu as your uh, your game of choice? Sure. There's a couple reasons why I chose it. One, it was short. Um, I think it was like three hours um, no. to complete. Was it was it longer or shorter? Sh- probably shorter, like two. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe two hours? Okay. Yeah, yeah, quick. Um, about two hours. Um, it ties into... Well, they say it ties into Journey and uh, Pathless. Who's the developer, Brian? Was it Giant Squid? Yeah, or... the developer is Giant Squid, which, yeah. Um, yeah, so we we can get into a little bit of that background. So it is not the direct, the developer of Journey was that game company, but the guy who was the art director for Journey left that company, as far as I know, and he was the main director then for Abzu. So, and there's other people. I know the composer or the music is also worked on both games. There might be some other people as well. So it's not the same exact developer, but a lot of overlap there. Okay. I think Giant Squid is the same. I mean, sorry, not Giant Squid. Uh, Pathless Pathless is the same developer. Yeah, Yeah. that's Giant Squid. Squid. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Um, Yeah. So I chose that uh, just because I wanted to kind of close that circle or that loop of like, those kind of games that possibly could relate to each other or may have like, you know, some Easter eggs in there. Um, and I chose it because it was short, mainly because I'm trying to get a trophy on final fantasy seven remake. And you have to go through 18 chapters of hard. And I'm on, I completed 14 about 20 minutes ago. So I got four more and it's very draining. And I wanted a game that would make help me relax. And I think Abzu kind of, did that um it was very chill i would say the game i would describe it as that emil did you actually play journey yes all right i know that's melvin's favorite game too i know that yeah, so <laughs> it's yeah. pretty uh no I, li- I liked it i mean i thought you know you got to kind of know what kind of games you're getting into when you're playing these because there's no like you know it's not like a shoot 'em up or anything like that you're gonna go into it kind of knowing you know it's kind of like uh a feel good kind of relax or like a soothing type of game just to kind of, I don't know, like stress-free is the way I kind of look at that. I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it was definitely, yeah, Journey was the same way, and they're, they're pretty much games that can be beaten in one sitting, um, and some people would argue that that is, would be the ideal way to play them, would be to play in, in one sitting. Darkseid, I know you play Journey. Bash, I believe you played Journey as well, is that I right? I did not. Oh, you did oh, not, you did not. No. S- Spiral Muff, did you guys play Journey or no? I did not play Journey. Is is Journey, it's on my list of plays, it's similar to this game? It is, yeah, and we'll get into yeah some of the the comparisons between the two and what things you know some games did better than others. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it is very similar, I would say, to Journey. Because Journey might come off a list then. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I know Brian liked Journey a lot. I did, I did. Yeah, yeah Journey's amazing. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. I don't know why. I honestly don't know why Melvin didn't like it. I don't know if he was expecting something else. Like Melvin doesn't really understand artistic things. You know, <laughs> if it's uh, if it's not beating him in the head, you know, then he doesn't care. If it's not Ratchet and Clank, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's get into just a brief overview of Abzu before we get into necessarily kind of our, our personal thoughts, I guess, on... Well, I guess we can say what we liked and what we didn't like as we go through. But um, yeah, it seems like we may have varied experiences on on how we felt about the game as a whole. Um, so to start things off, I guess, do you guys know what Abzu means? I had to look this up. Did it, does anybody else want to explain that? Or I have no idea. So this is what I found in some different Google searches that Abzu is... Um, like the whole game, I guess, is influenced by Sumerian mythology, which, you know, that like ancient people. Um, and, uh, you know, when you go through and we'll get into this a bit, you go through some of the temples. There's like almost like the hieroglyphic stuff on the walls and things like that. Like that's supposed to come from Sumerian mythology. And there is a, uh, I guess, a cosmic ocean myth, which is that before the the world was created, I guess, water existed. And so... There was primordial waters and the earth and the cosmos came out of that water. And then so Abzu itself is Sumerian for the word ab, which is water and zoo, which is to know. So then the developers translate that as ocean of wisdom. So has to do. Yeah, I mean, the whole game um, has an aquatic theme to it, which yeah we'll get into right now. But yeah, that's what uh, it seems that that new because, yeah, the game doesn't explain, you know, what Abzu really means. So yeah, I, the game starts off, you, there's like a pink swirl in space, and then it flashes to you floating in water, and you are, you know, a dark-faced figure that is, you know, almost in like in a black suit, and I believe you are supposed to be female, although the game never discloses that, so I don't know if that was something the developer said, but yeah, really the whole game after that is just you exploring water and going through the ocean. Um do one of you guys just want to kind of give a high level explanation of the the gameplay loop and what you do in the game? Can you talk about gender real quick, Brian? Because I didn't feel like it was a female character. That is with Google searches. That is what I found. But yeah, there was nothing that indicated in the game otherwise that you were a female character. So I didn't pick up on anything that showed that. And Brian was looking too. Like every time <laughs> you get the back view, he was looking, you know, for the camel toe. 
I think that, wasn't that Spiral who got the, the trophy for looking up the girl's skirt like fifty times. So yeah, it was near Automata, first trophy I got in that game. Yeah, if anybody's <laughs> the first you know, trophy. <laughs> congrats, Spiral. I like that. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Spiral on that too. I didn't think it was a girl either, but I mean, obviously, if the developer says it's a girl, then it's a girl, obviously. But I I didn't get that vibe yeah. either. But I just assumed it was a guy. Um, especially like the parts when you get out of water and you start walking and stuff. I just I don't know. Um, but the high level of the game is basically you start off in the water. Um, like you said, you're like a pink swirl or whatever out in space. And then all of a sudden you start off in the water, um, as like this diver. Um, and the first thing that appears in front of you is like a great white. And then you kind of, you know, run into it along the way throughout the the uh, journey of the you know swimming through the obstacles and things like that and then um there's some like machines or pyramids and all that stuff and you kind of encounter different creatures and and to me it was almost like you're saving life you know you're kind of re uh like you're fixing the ocean right like it seems like it was damaged or it was kind of tainted by like machinery or something or something went wrong there, right? Where there was like no life or light and you're kind of restoring that. So I feel like you're bringing life back into that, you know, certain parts of the ocean. That's kind of how I took it. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much like the game as you're going through it, you're just kind of traversing these areas and then you are pretty much interacting with things in kind of a limited way. You have like kind of like a sonar almost that lets you interact with things and that can be used to, kind of activate these schools of fish or activate these little like robot buddies that kind of hang out with you for a bit. And then you just kind of make your way through these small areas doing very light puzzle solving. And then you find a portal that warps you up to like some kind of like hub world or something. And then you like kind of cleanse the area like you were talking about, Emil. And then it releases like some, I don't know, some spiritual see life into the air and you just kind of repeat that that that's kind of the bulk mm-hmm. of the game is uh kind of going through these mini areas and then going to the hub world and then um yeah that's basically it um and not to cut you off brian but like that's kind of like how journey was right like with the light kind of like with the light and the you know whenever you kind of restored something like the flags waved or whatever and you kind of brought life into that certain you know i can't remember exactly how journey was i just remember the flags and you're kind of floating and you're kind of doing stuff like within like the sand and things like that but it felt like you were restoring like some type of light into you know some type of being or some type of you know do you know what i'm trying to say yeah i you know i don't remember the exact uh story beats of journey (laughs) either i don't know if dark side if you remember any better than we do i i know that it felt like to me, and I we I mean, Journey is going to have such a close connection with this game. We can just kind of talk about it as we go. But Journey just seemed like it had more unique levels to it, like more unique tasks that you were doing a little bit, where this seemed a bit more repetitive in what you were doing. Darkside, do you have anything you want to kind of add to that? Yeah, I agree with what you just said. Like, not that I disliked this game, like I liked it, but it uh, it kind of felt like Journey Light. You know what I mean? It, where where journey, you know, it it had amazing visuals and the story seemed a little bit more um, prevalent than than this game. 
um, and the puzzles seem a little bit more interesting and a little bit uh, more took a little bit more brain power. This uh, was almost very, I mean, it was very easy. Everything to find was very easy. Um, they kind of gave you hints of a story, but they didn't really go into it in any way, shape or form. Um, you know, basically like, you know, modern technology is bad. It's ruining the ocean. Be better. And that's the story, you know? Um, but it was still a fun time. Kind of with the simplistic and really journey probably didn't have that many abilities either, but yeah, just kind of an overview of all the different abilities that you do in this game. So you have that kind of chirp or sonar, um, or it, yeah, it's kind of a sonar in this game is similar to the chirp in journey that you have where you interact and, um, but the chirping, you know, you're doing with somebody else usually in journey, which we, we can get into that a bit later. Um, otherwise, yeah, there's a dive button and there's a speed up button. Um, and then you can grab onto fish, which a, a lot of this game is, you know, interacting with the aquatic life. Um, I felt like that didn't really serve a purpose grabbing onto the fish. I didn't even realize until I had beat the game that you could move with the fish <laughs> when you were on their back. And I felt like they could have done a little more with that. Like if you had to, maybe if you had to release a school of fish and then you grab onto that fish's back and that allows you to do something else to progress, that that would have added more to it. Didn't you, um, there was a part in the game where like, um, you got to grab a fish and then you like run into like these things that blow up. Yeah. That was the great white shark. Yes. The great white shark. Near Didn't the you, end. Yeah. Brian, is that when you realize that you could actually control the fish when you're. Th- th- that is. Yeah. 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 And then I, I don't even know if you need to ram because I thought you, you had to ram those things with the shark. Cause that's right when I figured out how to do it, but I played that level again and you can just ram into it yourself. You don't even need the mm. shark really at that oh, point. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think it even requires you to do that. But yeah, that is when I just so I, it was probably right before the end of the game. Um, but yeah, grabbing onto the shark. And then I was like, oh, this is cool. Like you can like guide the shark and like jump out of the water with the shark was neat. Right. But they could have added more of a gameplay requirement to that. Do you guys grab any other animals or fish? I should say I grabbed a giant squid no. and he inked me. I was looking for the giant oh, nice. squid. Where was the giant squid? Yeah, I, I couldn't find squid. it. I saw the trophy uh, for it. There was one in the very, very, very last level with the big whales. There was one floating around there. And I think the either second or third level, there was one floating around there. But Did you platinum it, Darkseid? Well, there's no platinum, but I did 100% right. it. You did 100 yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also... Um, there was a trophy for grabbing onto a bit, that big whale at the end. And if you grab it, it'll jump out of the water. And it was pretty, it was cool. But. I, I did do that. Yeah, I did do that. I think I grabbed onto a killer whale as well and, and was kind of swimming around with them, um, which was neat. Yeah, I mean, it's a, going back to what you were saying earlier, I mean, it's a very calming game. Yeah. And it was very cool. Like if you're in the mood just to play something and chill and almost view it as like, I don't know, like an interactive, like visual experience as opposed to a quote unquote game, you would probably have a better experience. And that's kind of what I went into this thinking. So, I mean, I, I did enjoy it, but yeah, it was slim on the gameplay. Yeah, I would almost call this like a palate cleanser game. You know, like if you play something, I don't know, if you play an open world game and you're, you know, or a Soulsborne game and then you're like, God, I need something 
not so demanding and then you play this and it's like oh you finish it in the afternoon it's like yeah all right now you can move on to something else so dark side is somebody who got a hundred percent i know some of the other things pretty much um the trophies that i didn't go over so there's hidden seashells so they do have something to encourage you to explore more than you would need to do to beat the game which you don't have to explore hardly at all like as we we said there's light puzzle solving it's like really light puzzle solving <laughs> to where there's a door and then there's two chains connected to the door and then you just follow the chain to like a crank and you do the sonar on it and then it opens the door and that's like yeah. the main like puzzle solving that there is but the seashells scattered around do give you an incentive to search were there any of those seashells that were difficult to find or did you use a guide to find them they were not difficult to find. I did use a guide just so I could do it as quickly as possible, but really they're mostly out in the open. There was maybe like one that was kind of around the beaten path. And the one at the very end of the game, there was one during the credits. So you couldn't get 100% of the game unless you stuck around and watched the credits for like a minute and then it showed up because you can move your character while the credits are rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... uh so uh, that was really that was the only one that was interesting to find. The other ones were just kind of basic. This is unreal. Do you guys skip the credits when you beat a game, or do you sit back and watch the credits? I watch them. Yeah, I'll sit back and watch just in case, man. Like you never know if there's something after the credits. Some of the games do have stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to skip it and miss it after I just played like ninety hours or something or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's like. I'm not going to blink until that, you know, stuff's done. Yeah, you think Elden Ring's going to have a good ending, but they're like, nope, it's just credits. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this game had a more of a story than Elden Ring. the story then of this game so we kind of already said that you know it, it has to do with cleansing the world and things like that and really there's only kind of three main characters of the game there's you and then there is a great white shark that we talked about that in the beginning it seems like it is going to be a foe but it turns out to be a friend and then there is kind of this like red pyramid eyeball entity and it, yeah, it's alluding that, that that has like corrupted the ocean and you are now cleansing the ocean from that. It doesn't get into that much as far as I could tell how all that happened or what exactly that is. Do you guys have any thoughts on like what exactly that red eye thing is and what it's doing? Yes, I do. I have a theory and it's not real, but I like it anyways. Remember the, the game Control? Yes. There's that fucking red triangle in the Control? <laughs> That was that. <laughs> I never played Control. What was the red triangle in Control? God damn it. Play a game, Emil. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, Emil's talking about platinuming Final Fantasy just to make Darkseid proud, and now he's getting <laughs> yeah, shit man. on he for never playing Play Control. Dump on my face. Everybody man. loves it, except for fucking Melvin. Melvin hates everything. Mel Melvin again, yeah. Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> The thing with Melvin, and, and we can you know shit on him because he's not here, 
Melvin has no middle ground. It is either the best game oh, yeah. of all time or it is complete dog shit. And yeah. so control true. control landed in the dog shit category. He, he makes like a PB and J and he's like, This is the greatest fucking you sandwich. Know, <laughs> Brian, now that you say that honestly, I don't think I've ever heard him say a game is okay. Oh yeah, no. No, it's it is one or the other. I, yeah. Yeah, it's either amazing or it's crap. He's either yeah, holding it true. up as a god or throwing it in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when he says shit like new Super Mario Brothers. U Deluxe or whatever is like the worst game of all time. Like, don't listen to that, man. <laughs> it may not be like as good as Mario Galaxy 2 or something, but it's still a solid game. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so with the, uh, I forgot where we even were, with, with the shark. So you start out, that's one of like the first, I guess, I don't know, story moments is when um, you have those like little robot cameras with you and then the shark takes one and like, destroys it and you're like oh damn that to me i was like the shark is going to be the main antagonist throughout the entire game um which did not end up being the case it i I forget exactly what happens but the shark ends up getting i think he tries to ram himself into that red eye pyramid thing and then gets zapped and ends up well he's stuck at one point too right and then you gotta free him like a corridor and you free him yeah yeah can you skip him you have to free him right yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah, you have to, I think, in order to progress it. And then, um, yeah, so he ends up yeah, trying to take on that Red Pyramid thing, and then the shark pretty much is killed, it seems. And then at some point, you you get out of the water, and you yourself, and I'm, I'm probably butchering the timeline of this, considering the game's so short, um, but uh, you, you're like your suit like kind of sheds off of you and you're revealed you're like a robot or something right oh, right 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 yeah. yeah yeah like a machine or something yeah, yeah it's kind of crazy i forget what happens to you i forget if the shark gets killed and then you get hit by the same like red pyramid zappy thing or whatever yeah. that does it happens yeah. at the same time yeah got it got it yeah so yeah so that reveals like so then it's like okay are you a robot that was built by the people that are corrupting the ocean but you have now turned to reverse what was done or are you something that was built by the original population i mean they don't get into any of this so it's kind of speculative but deep shit right there brian damn yeah yeah thank (laughs) you deep yeah or is it a reflection of like we're a problem of the earth as humans and now we need to clean it you know what i mean I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean that could be, it could but be yeah, it's, like that. yeah, but yeah, kind of the creation of the main character, like where did that come from, is yeah, kind of a mystery. Right. And then at some point too, you go through, and there is like a factory where those little cameras are being made. So then that's like, was your main character like out of that factory, or what is mm-hmm. that reflective of? Like, I don't know. Again, not there's very kind of few what I would consider story pieces to this game, and you're really just left to kind of piece it together yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have liked a little bit more clarity. They keep it just yeah. too too vague. Yes, it's free spirited, man. <laughs> Get used to it, Darcy. Get used to it. <laughs> and where they do try and piece it together, when you um like cleanse those when you go to that hub world and you're like cleansing certain areas um then you do you see it's like kind of like hieroglyphics on the wall or like ancient uh i forget what they call those things but yeah yeah that shows what is some of like the background which i didn't really analyze them that much but i know there's one where like 
one of the guys has like a jug that he's pouring into the ocean that maybe is cleansing it or something. And I think the shark is appearing in one of them. I don't, did you guys examine any of those? I looked at them for a second. I think that was one of the more interesting parts of the game is when you get into those caverns and look at those drawings and stuff, but I really didn't analyze them, them at all, uh, but it was cool to see. Yeah, I mean it was it was pretty, but I don't I felt like the game didn't really put much emphasis on it. There was only like two, maybe three of them, and it was just like, "Hey, look at that." And then it's like, "Okay," and then move on. I mean, I felt like Journey had the hieroglyphics too, right? Like I remember that. Yeah. It showed like Journey had like, like five or six it almost, and they Yeah, it was almost like you're See, now I might be getting confused here because I played Sky Children of Light not too far after I played journey. And then one of them, and this might not, this might be sky children of light where like you're there's hieroglyphics in there too, I believe. And you're almost like part of the stars or something. That's probably not journey, right? That's probably sky is my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember in journey if like you were part of the star or like you came from a star or something like that. And it, it might be sky. I could be getting them confused right now. That could be sky. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, getting into, a, I guess, a bit of spoilers now, um, if we want to talk about the end of the game, which I think the end of the game was the highlight for me, and it was pretty similar to kind of how Journey is. So it's kind of like, so the shark then is like brought back to life, kind of, and it's like glowing. So... I didn't know if that was the afterlife and you have both died or, I mean, you're like a robot, it seems. So I don't even know if you would die, but, or if the shark was just like, I don't know if you brought back the shark because I, I wouldn't follow in exactly how that happened, but then you maybe start- they went back in time or something. That was my oh. thing. I don't know. Maybe they're back like a million years earlier fighting the thing before it, was it took newer over or something. Yeah. Wow. That would be an interesting take. Yeah. Because then at that point, you're able to destroy those like red triangle things. And there was a room earlier in the game that's full of those things. And whenever you touch it, you kind of get zapped or they blow up or something like that. But now, because you're able to destroy them, you go back to that room and then you're able to just like blast through them all. And then it opens up to where you are now in like the wide ocean. Before you were in ocean areas, but you were still like in kind of like caverns. But then at the very end of the game, you are now in a wide open ocean and there's all this sea life that's swimming. And like we mentioned before, there's like blue whales that are like jumping out of the water and things like that. And it's just kind of you swimming through the water while kind of this really great music plays and all this ocean life is surrounding you before you get to that red pyramid at the end. And then I think you kind of take out the red pyramid thing, right? At the very end of the game, you thrust into its eye. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You know, you could look at it like nature versus like machine or technology or something too, right? Like in a way, like you finally release all those, you get all the, you know, the ocean life back to life. It's like nature, you're kind of rallying the troops against, you know, with nature and then you're going against the pyramid, which is like the machine or whatever. And you're kind of trying to reclaim nature as the dominant force again over the machines or something yeah, like that. That's yeah. kind of how I took it, you know? Yeah, I think that all makes um, sense. Yeah. Yeah, when you said it, it makes me... Um, it was familiar to Echo the Dolphin for the Sega Genesis where 
like that was another thing where there was aliens that came and abducted a lot of like they took all the, they didn't take all the sea life or whatever, but they took all the dolphins. And then at the end of the game, you're on an alien ship. And this game is kind of like the same concept. Like maybe these red things are like aliens that came down and you're like, it's the aquatic life versus these like mechanical aliens. So it, it was reminiscent of Echo the Dolphin. And then your sonar, you know, Echo the Dolphin, you get sonar as well. So yeah. it, it reminded me of that a bit. I mean, there's not that many games that take place 100% underwater. So like, it's pretty easy to, <laughs> yeah, kind of like it's familiar to to games like that. You can make comparisons. <laughs> you guys have any, any anything else? Uh, I, I get, we can, I guess, compare a, a little bit more to journey um there's some sequences here where you are it's like kind of like you're in a i don't know a jet stream and you're moving really quickly and you run into schools of fish and that speeds you up that reminded me of journey where there's this sequence where i think you're going downhill and it's like kind of like a sand um i don't know like you're gliding yeah yeah like snowboarding yeah yes yes yeah like sand surfing or something yeah 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 that was reminiscent of of journey in in this game i think you do that two or three times um where again journey i think had more variety and you only did things once where this game kind of didn't have that much going on and you repeated some of the ideas multiple times which i think was a bit of a detractor compared to journey was it was this game before Journey? It was then? after. No, after. It was after. Oh, okay. Wow. Which which All yeah, right. almost makes it like if they were reversed, then that would make a little more sense. Yeah, like it makes sense. Yeah, it would seem like right. Abzu was kind of like the prototype of Journey. Um, but yeah, it would seem like in some ways, you know, it kind of took a step back. Mm-hmm. And then I think the big comparison, um, or you know, part of the the comparison would be uh Journey had multiplayer and this game did not. And do you think that this was beneficial being single player or would it have been better to have had a multiplayer component to it? I can't imagine this game being multiplayer. Yeah. Like I agree with spiral on that. Like I feel like it's a journey just for like one person or something, you know, I mean, what would you have another swimmer with you or something like yeah. Or would you be the shark or like, you know what I mean? Like how would it That'd actually be pretty cool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 after beating the game, it kind of felt like multiplayer wouldn't be necessary. Um, it might be interesting to play with somebody else, but since it was so simplistic as it was, it probably wouldn't make it any better. So I got a question for you guys. It's a little off topic. I mean, it's still on the same topic, but it's a little off topic. Like I picked this because obviously I was playing a game that was, you know, pretty intensive and kind of wanted a break. Did you guys feel that way? Were you guys playing anything else? And then were you like, oh, cool. I get to play this to kind of like chill out a little bit. Or were you guys just kind of like, you know, because that was my thought process behind it, honestly, was play this a little bit just to get my mind off of like, work and hard mode in final fantasy kind of i mean i would agree yeah i i mean i was uh, yeah i'm not going to get into it but i was having a stressful time of my life uh, during the time when i played this and it was nice playing a relaxing game um because a lot of games i think spiral you said this once before most of the games you play are stressful as hell (laughs) like just Mm -hmm. that's the games you gravitate to so i'm interested to hear your thoughts 
um, you so you normally don't play calming games, and at the beginning of the podcast, you made it seem like you didn't really care for this that much. Do you wanna? Was it just not your style of game? And yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I respect this game for its art and its look and its feel, but for me, it's not a game unless I'm punching the couch in dismay. You know what I'm saying? Like the games I play are fucking like that's next month, yo. 80 hours long at least and I'm pissed off half the time and this game was not like that at all and uh, you know I've I've gone on record talking about indie games is this game considered an, an indie game oh yeah 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 okay yeah yeah and this is probably the reason I don't like indie games <laughs> <laughs> is that it felt like I wasn't playing a game it was like almost like I was playing a demo. Like, um, it was so short and it felt like I was playing like the PS4, um, like VR demo where you go into the water. I've, mm. I've played that. And like, I feel like this game would be like a really good P- PlayStation VR demo, you know, cause like you're not doing too much. You're just kind of there for the ride. Let me pause it for a second. I've got the feeder going. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, the cat feeder. Yeah, That's right. cat, cats can be running, running, putting their booty up in his face any minute now. <laughs> so, I mean, the game was relaxing, but again, I don't play games to like relax. Like, I do other things for rela- relaxation. Like, I like games for like action <laughs> and uh, and experience. And I felt like you know i respect it but the game didn't have that for me and i was just waiting for it to end to be honest and (laughs) um it kind of like i was excited to play journey and if journey's like this i'm not gonna be excited to play this game because i felt like i was just going through the motions right like there was no like real light puzzle puzzles here and there kind of cool visuals kind of cool like it's like breath of the wild puzzles (laughs) (laughs) i'm not kidding (laughs) <laughs> um it was just like i was just like going through the motions like it wasn't any kind of like um like effort at all you know what i'm saying like the games i play like have like a lot of effort and a lot of story too and that's th- the other thing like there wasn't much story to this game i don't you guys have some kind of deep thoughts about it i i had no idea what was going on like it was kind of cool to view but i didn't get any vibes as far as like the main character what the, what their goals were what we were doing what we were trying to accomplish um yeah it was i mean it was a it was a good game i guess to relax but i don't play games really to relax like i feel like a relax is like getting like a massage or something you know not like playing a game but you know that's just my own take on it um i'm kind of cool i'm glad i played it like i felt it was, i felt like it was a good experience I I play I, I paid twenty dollars to download this game. I felt like a mail fucked you real good. I needed I needed some more, right, Moff? Like you paid twenty bucks. You fuck, paid twenty bucks for this? Yeah, that was how much. I apologize, man. Is it not on Game Pass? It's not on Game Pass. It was on Game Pass, so oh. I was going to play it on for relaxing game month, like a few years ago when we when we had that podcast. Um, so so that's a big 
determining factor i think of yeah. this it yeah. was free mm-hmm. because i for me because i had it on playstation plus if i had paid twenty dollars i would probably be a little more skeptical of it like you that makes a lot so, of sense now yeah that that brian and dark side will reimburse you for that <laughs> but, um... actually um it no, was that... free uh, uh sony did that summer gaming thing uh, a couple years ago remember Oh, yeah, like when they got hacked games? and they had to give away games because they gave away all your information? No, that was uh, oh, 15 years ago. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, during COVID. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, just yeah, a I couple paid, years ago. I paid for it, too. Away, like, eight games. I remember that shit, Brian? I, I don't remember how I got that. I, I mean, I know they've done some free giveaway stuff. Uh, or I do remember where they had a bunch of free games. I didn't remember this specifically being a part of that. But yeah, I, I do remember when they gave yeah. away a bunch of a bunch of free games. And I'm not complaining about 20 bucks. Like, it's fine. Like, I can pay that. Like, I'm glad to have this, this experience and talking to you guys about this game. But I feel like in general, and I could be stereotyping, but like indie games are like this. Like, they're overpriced. And it's a short little experience, and everybody jizzes over it. And I feel like, you when no, like this this game is like all right. Like I, I wouldn't say like I'm gonna go like it's okay. Like I I wouldn't be like oh man, this game's awesome. I recommend it. You know, um, but like Hollow Knight, I liked Hollow Knight a lot, man. You'll yeah, pump hours into that. List. That's an indie. You know, there's there's different areas, right? I've like pumped hours into that. Cuphead too. was cool as. Yeah, C- Cuphead was cool as hell. Like, that was free. That's an indie game. That's but like this game to me, yeah, it was like two hours, right? And if I paid twenty bucks for two hours, man, I'd be like, I I paid seventeen. So I mean, like, I'm pretty close to paying twenty bucks. So like, but I was kind of like at the same point too. I was kind of like, whoa, because you know, playing Final Fantasy, I got hundred and twenty something hours into it right now because of what I'm trying to do, and I'm playing this for two hours, and I'm like, that's it kind of you know i got i had that feeling too because i feel like sky children of light was longer than that and that was free um journey was free and i think was journey a little i mean journey wasn't was free to start. i mean i because i got journey right when it came out and i believe that was twenty dollars as well um okay i okay. think journey had a bit more substance and after yeah. i played journey once i was excited to play it again um and i think the mul- yeah. getting a little back to the multiplayer the multiplayer in journey works surprisingly well um, because you are paired up with a random person and you cannot choose who you want to play with and you communicate with just this chirp, but you can find, you know, ways to still interact with people. And I don't even remember if there was like a co-op requirement really. Like, I don't think there was like, okay, you do this and I do that at the same time to beat a puzzle, but it was interesting. And I, I think Abzu could have benefited from something like that just to give it a little more depth in some other capacity to make another playthrough interesting. Uh, Cause and I remember journey. I, I did not regret having paid $20 for it. And if I could compare this game to another game I played, it's kind of like not really the same, but kind of the same is inside. Like I played inside. It was free on, um, um, I think games with gold, but I would gladly play 20 bucks for that game. Like that game was fun. It was interesting. Yeah. It kept me on the edge of my seat. I was wondering what was happening. This game wasn't even close to it. Yeah, Inside is way better. I 
I would have to agree. Spiral, I do want to a little bit more just on your kind of your preferences of games. Like, and maybe this isn't a great comparison, but like with TV shows, you like a wide variety of shows. And there's probably some shows that you look for where it's more stimulating or engaging, like a succession type show. But then you watch stuff like Real World or something that is kind of like on the completely opposite end of the spectrum. But for gaming, it sounds like you don't have that same kind of what you're looking for in a game. Is that right? Yeah. It's for sure different because like, you know, I have I have cable, so I have a hundred channels to choose from and I can find stuff to watch on the in the background. It's not that much of an investment for me. But for games, at least my own mentality is when I pay twenty, thirty, forty, fifty bucks for a game, I want to get hundreds of hours of enjoyment out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like Watching a TV show and playing a game are two different experiences. Like playing a game to me is like just more just you're just, you know, it's just more immersive. Right. And um, with shows, it's like it doesn't have to be that immersive. You can just watch it and relax and like it. Like there's a lot of relaxing TV shows or sports that I watch. But with a game, when I make an investment, like I want to make sure that when I'm spending money that I am getting like, you know, the full enjoyment out of the game. And when I play these games that are super short, it's like, I'm not getting my money's worth. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, comparing inside to Abzu, like with, with inside, I could for sure see, like I'm getting that investment, like out of my time, my money. Like I feel kind of immersed in that game. Abzu was, I guess this not as immersive. And I feel like, um, like inside had a story that you could kind of like even like little nightmares i know that dark side hates that game but no like, i love that, that game okay you love that's that game me. no no yeah that's me. Brian Brian doesn't like, like it Brian i feel like <laughs> and i don't hate so... it I, I i i play that up to antagonize <laughs> others i don't hate it i hated I some at parts of it i will say those little that nightmares game... uh take place in like the monty python era not that I know of. Yeah, is there some spinoff or some comparison there? I was not aware of. I feel like uh, <laughs> Little Nightmare inside. Like you can like use your imagination to like try to figure out what's going on. You know, in Abzu, I didn't get that like that feel. I didn't feel like I was trying to like figure out what's happening here, what is going on. I was just there for the ride. That's why like I feel like it was more of a demo than an actual like video game experience yeah the, yeah i don't i don't think you'd like journey dark side no 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 it, no no yeah, no no he, he would love it. sorry he sorry i meant spiral journey. spiral are you i don't know shot. man it's on my list I'll i feel yeah i feel like it's similar like it's similar where you're going like obviously the name journey right like you're going on a journey you're kind of cruising you're kind of trying to figure stuff out still it's, it's very similar so yeah like taco, taco is similar to flame and yeah, Yon, see, but, you know <laughs> but see even brian gets what i'm yeah. saying like it's the yes. style i don't think it's it's the, close it's they're very like, similar games i would say if you didn't like yeah. ab i would say if you were lukewarm on abzu and there was just not quite enough there journey would give you that little something extra that you would like but given yeah. What you've said about Abzu, I don't see you playing Journey and having like a complete 180 where you're like, yeah, this really hit the spot for me where Abzu didn't. Because yeah. they're very similar. Um, I mean, that ending of Abzu I thought was 
was great. Uh, I mean, there wasn't a lot to it. You're just kind of swimming through the end, but the music was great and just all the aquatic life. And it was just a neat ending sequence. Um, and if that didn't do it for you, yeah, I don't, I don't think journey's got anything that much more magical about it. I think also with me, it was like, um, like I had a, like a little bit, of, um, maybe too, too, too high of like an anticipation about this game, you know, like it was a deep dive. Like I felt like it was going to be something like more and it just didn't end up being like that for me. Um, if I would have played this game blind, maybe it'd have like maybe a different um, thought on it, but uh, it was a little bit built up for me. So maybe that's why I didn't like it as much as um, you guys do. And now Journey's really built up for me too. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see how I like it, but it is on, it is a game I'll probably play um, and we'll see what I like. But like, I mean, like Insight have, was great. You have go to go. Yeah. No, no, I was going to say you have to go in just knowing like there's not going to be like any epic like boss yeah. battles or you know what I'm saying? Like there's no Sephiroth, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's like you're kind of just chilling really. That's that's honestly why I picked it because like yeah, cuz Final Fantasy is like irking me right now a little bit, you know, but like Dark Side made me get platinum, man. I I got to get it. So, you know, I'm losing my mind doing that. So I wanted to do this to just turn it off for a second, you know, even though I played Final Fantasy today. Do you know Darkseid <laughs> so. in Journey, did they add the ability to pair up with somebody that is like on your friends list? Did they ever add that? Or is it still, if you go in, you are going to get matched up with a completely random person? It's still completely random. It is. Okay. Because I was gonna say, Spiral, I'd pl- I'd pl- I'd play it through it with you if uh, if we could do that. But um, yeah, my guess is that even if we started a game at the exact same time, it's probably pretty slim that we're gonna get randomly matched up with each other. Maybe if we did it at like three in the morning when there's nobody else playing, <laughs> then we would match up. But I was gonna talk about this about um, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, like. I was like really into that game and I was so into it that I was playing it so late at night that I was actually online when Brian got online, <laughs> which I've never seen before. What, when I got online on the Switch? Yeah, like I've never seen online in the Switch. Yeah, Brian's <laughs> jumping online when most people are going to sleep. It's like one thirty in the morning. I, I do have some some underwater game trivia. Do you guys have any final thoughts on on Abzu before we switch over to that? I got one more thing. Uh, we didn't really talk about the music too much, but I, I thought I thought it did have really good music throughout. The That's music it. was great. Yeah, and again, that was the the guy who yeah, did I like, I like music, the music. Um, which Journey. I bought the soundtrack to Journey. I, I thought it was really good. Um, and it, yeah, if, if there was a soundtrack for this that, you know, I saw for cheap, I'd probably pick it up too. It was, it was really good music. Got a, one more thing, like, uh, just my thoughts. I haven't said much. I was going to say like, if they didn't want to put in the effort to make like a completed game, they should have just made a fucking movie because I got nothing out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> 
Like they looked okay. The graphics weren't like revolutionary. They looked okay. And you're just holding down the thrust button for like five minutes at certain points. Like, I don't know why they, if they weren't going to put in more to do, then they should have just made a fucking movie. Couldn't have cost that much less. Like, well, I guess what would the movie have been if there's no plot, then that even just like a visual experience kind of bullshit or whatever, you know, <laughs> or they could have added a plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, visual. Ex- that's pretty much what it is—a visual experience. But then, yeah, when you're charging the twenty dollars for it, that's where it does begin to, uh, yeah, potentially lead people into wanting more out of it. Yeah. Can we talk about the developer for a second? So it's Giant Squid, right? Who made this game? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So did they make yeah. Journey as well? No. So Journey was that game company, and they did uh, some. They did Journey. They did a couple games before Journey, uh, part of the trivia questions. And um, they did, Emil, you played that, what, Sky Children of Light? Yeah, Sky Children of Light and also Pathless. So, so no, Pathless no, no. was Giant done, Squid, yeah, yeah, Pathless was done by, yeah, yeah. Oh, Giant so Squid, I'm the, sorry. The I'm guy sorry. who was the art director for Journey, then I believe he is, I don't know if he's like CEO of Giant Squid or whatever, but he was the director of Abzu. So, and there might've been more people. I know the composer was also, but so there's a lot of overlap there, but not the same company. Yeah. Sorry. Abzu, which is yeah. giant squid and pathless yeah, is giant yes, squid as yes. well. Is that the so, only two games they've yeah, done a meal? Yeah. Do you know? I don't know, but I know I saw something on YouTube where they were saying uh, a certain part in pathless could be a scene from Abzu and that kind of, um, caught my interest in Abzu. Honestly, I didn't even know about Abzu until I saw that YouTube. Because I was like, I was trying to understand Pathless too. It's kind of like one of those Pathless I is saw a little that. longer. Though. I saw that it's like it six longer. hours. It I is think, on how long to yeah. beat. So I'm guessing that's got a bit more yeah. to do in it. It's got more depth in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Pathless uh, was the last and game the- that Giant Squid made, and that was in 2020. So they're probably due to have something come out in the next year or so. Yeah, and there was Dark Side, there was boss fights for that one. So you might like find that. Yeah, more I do I do want to play that. As far as I like, always thought that yeah. visually it looked great and gameplay wise it was a lot of fun. I just uh I yep. just dropped it. So who made It's pretty cool. Who was I like that one. Who made that made Journey? It's called That Game Company. Sky was pretty long too. Do you want to talk about that? I mean, I've been very curious to play that. Do you want to yeah, just ch- So speaking of like online that one kind of had the similar thing that journey had where like you could, you know, get paired up with somebody online and they could help you do stuff too, like throughout the game. Um, or you could choose not to pair up with someone. So that was kind of cool. And that game I played a while ago. So I'm a little kind of fuzzy on the details of like, what do you happened. do more in it? Like, um, or is it, it kind of the same where you're just kind of like taking in the sights and the scenery, it's kind of the, you're not really doing a whole lot. Yeah. It's kind of, exactly yeah yeah that's so kind of how it is on switch and you're kind of like you're more up in the air yeah that that was on switch it was free i downloaded it they try to get you to get like more like to pay for other stuff and get other things but i just kind of stayed with the free yeah, do you know what you pay for and because i think it started off as a mobile game which was odd because that game company had done everything on like playstation systems and then sky came out on mobile but then eventually made its way to consoles but i never understood like how they're free to play and then you could pay for stuff like what exactly you were paying for yeah i can't remember exactly to be honest brian yeah 
yeah. like what it was. Um, all right. Any other final thoughts on Abzu before we get into trivia? All right, let's do it. This is, again, this is just underwater games in general. Um, number one, what is the name of the underwater level in the original Sonic the Hedgehog? Spring Hill Zone. Marble Garden. No. It is not Spring Hill Zone. It is not Marble Garden Zone. Labyrinth? It's it is rooms. Labyrinth Zone. Yeah, Labyrinth Zone. Which is one of my least favorite levels in Sonic the Hedgehog games <laughs> ever. Anxiety up the fucking wall with that <laughs> <Yeah>. music. <laughs> oh, you're running out of air. Bum, 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 bum. The boss yeah, is just kind of nothing. Like, oh yeah, that, that it's frustrating and boring at the same time. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, next one. Name two of the underwater levels in Super Mario 64. Does dry, dry docks count? I guess you start under. Did that anybody is, play Mario 64? <laughs> We've all played it. <laughs> so, Bash, that would count, but the name, you got the name slightly wrong. Oh, shit. Uh... Bash, we're all waiting for I can't remember any of the levels in that game all of a sudden. I don't know. So, it's Dire Dire Docks. Oh, okay. Is one dry, dry one. Desert is what it is. Yeah. And then there is, can you think of any other ones or no, Bash? No, nah, I'm spent. Jolly Roger Bay and <laughs> Wet Dry World. <laughs> I just like the bash that I'm spent. <laughs> bash, when was the last time you played Mario 64? I've uh, actually played it. It's probably been like maybe 15, 20 years. Oh, damn. All right. All right. So you did that not pick is... up the uh the the 3D All-Stars or whatever? Nah. Yeah, that game sucks, man. Like I <laughs> I love I, that uh, game, but I've got my fill. I pulled it up like last summer when I was camping and like I couldn't get past like about 10 minutes. <laughs> Dark side is so right about the camera. It's so bad. That's right. Oh, I speak truths. It's completely false. <laughs> we've, we've been into this so many the times. Like, camera's the villain, for man. For one of the first 3D cameras ever, it holds up surprisingly well. Um. Anyway. They don't what? understand like C buttons. They have to have like full motion. Their brains don't work <laughs> fast enough to use buttons. So. All right. What is the name of the James Bond parody game series where the main character is a fish? The James James Pond. Pond. That is correct. Yeah. James Pond. Have you guys played any of these? What? There's surprisingly several of them. Yes. You did. I saw. I saw one of them ported to PS2 somehow. It was like on its own disc. I don't know why. <laughs> That's crazy. I think when it was over in Italy, actually, it was like, I don't know why they did that. <laughs> Muff, you played you played James Pond? Yes. Can you, can you say anything about those? Do you have any memories of those? I played it. <laughs> All right. It's um, better than Mario. It's better, better than, than Mario. Breath the, better than Breath of the Wild. Oh, all right. Oh, I'll have to play it then. Damn, it's got to be a fucking amazing game. <laughs> all right. I, what don't, e- I don't know if you've got the mental fortitude for a game. <laughs> for like for James, James Pond. Pond. I think one of us is called James Pond, like Robocod or something like that. <laughs> have you ever seen Robocock in VR? I have not. Oh, shit. I have not. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 
Speaking of relaxing yeah. and stress-free yeah, games, right? Totally Mark? abusing your uh, <laughs> Sony VR. All right, next one. What animal do you unlock in Wave Race 64? Dolphin? That's right. Yeah, you unlock a dolphin. Yep. Mm. Yep. Good job, Emil. Oh, you want to tell that story again where uh, Thanks, Brian man. was borrowing my copy of Wave Race and he like went into the like the delete save file screen and he's like, I'm gonna push this button, I'm gonna push this button, I'm like, do it. And he deleted like my hundred hour save file for Jesus the entire game. Christ. But then he he did God he went damn. back and re unlocked everything, but like it at the moment, I, was, I couldn't fucking believe he did this. What a fucking asshole. Holy <laughs> shit. For, what, what was the buildup? He just <laughs> came over to your house and just did that? Or no, we were over at his house. I think he was borrowing it. And I was like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why did you no, tell he just him opened to do up it? A, I think he was just like fucking around. He's like, I'll push oh. this button. And I'm like, no, I think I'm I said like, him. no, you won't. <laughs> he just did. He just deleted everything. <laughs> Brian, Brian just goes to people's houses and grabs photo albums, and it's like, I'm going to throw this in the fire. Like, no reason, just does it. Brian, wait. So you, yeah. Then he unlocked everything again. So. Bash was pretty mad that I did it, and I would have been mad as well. I mean, I was an asshole, like. And yeah, I felt bad. Yeah. So I did unlock everything. It took forever. It's not easy to unlock the dolphin in Wave Race 64. So yeah, I did. What go were back. you thinking when you made that threat, Brian? I was thinking I'm going to be an asshole today, and then I <laughs> proceeded God. to make my actions, uh, you know, go along with them. Damn. Teenage Cost you 100 Brian, hours, you know, man. Probably wasn't 100, 100 hours. 100 hours right there. Janko jeans, you're just hardcore now. <laughs> what a hoodlum. Damn. Fuck. Pull. Pulls out his math book from his back pocket. Starts doing. I think to go, going back to Mario sixty four. I think what I used to do with Bash, is I think I would take his save file, copy it to another one, and then delete the main one. Like in front of, like I would just be like, Bash, I'm deleting your file. And I don't like, think that was me. That might have been maybe, like A Wells or something. Maybe that was somebody else. But yeah, I would like copy God. the file and then delete the original one what and then like, copy it again. Yeah. I remember. I remember, I remember the thing you guys were gonna do to Mitch's like uh, Animal Crossing, like you guys were gonna have Axeman <laughs> yeah. or something. So yeah, and then a bit of it. <laughs> chop down yeah, all we, these trees. I think we took something. Mitch's memory card for Animal Crossing, <laughs> and then we went into his town with a character named Axeman who only had like fifteen axes equipped. We chopped down every tree in his town, and this was at your house, Emil, and the power went out. And then it didn't save, and we're like, yeah, "Oh man, it's like an act of God. We can't do it now." <laughs> and we, yeah, we we left it alone. His town was spared. <laughs> an act of God. Yeah, <laughs> just typical Rochelle guy shenanigans, you know. Electricity. Yeah. Right, next one. The Echo the Dolphin series has had three main entries. Name the full titles of the three games. You want to know the main three entries? Yes. Oh, muff. Is <laughs> <laughs> the blowhole? <laughs> oh, shit. There's Echo of the Dolphin, Echo of the Tides of Time. And I have no idea about the Dreamcast one. Anybody know the name of the Dreamcast Echo of the Dolphin game? I forgot. It's like Echo Jr. on the Sony Pico or whatever. <laughs> so this one on the Dreamcast was Defender of the Future. 
Defender wow. of the Future. I had this game. I paid like 50 bucks for it, and I played it twice, I think. It was super hard. Yeah, I never beat it. Uh, you played it? That that one, Dark Side? Yeah, the Dreamcast one? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, all right. You guys are going to think I'm what? Like, I've never played Echo the Dolphin. Where are you a dolphin yeah, swimming yeah. around or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the first one, um, I mean, I couldn't tell you the plot of two or three, but the first one, it's like, yeah, an alien ship comes and, like, literally sucks all the dolphin, like, your dolphin buddies into the sky. <laughs> and then you kind of make your way through, um, you know, underwater shit, like talking to blue whales and killer whales and stuff. And eventually you make your way to an alien spaceship. And it's just a super difficult game in general but it's i mean for the time it was very novel because it was like yeah you're playing as a dolphin underwater there was like no other games like that at the time all right next one what is the name of the ocean exploration games for the wii it was two i think they were developed by nintendo so they're not just like some shovelware bullshit this is endless ocean there was two games endless ocean for the wii I remember the name, but Brian, do you have those? I do. Yeah. No, I never. You ever played? Uh, I might have oh, played yeah. one of them a little bit, actually, for like an hour or something. Um, I think are you like so. a scuba diver yeah. or something, yeah. or are you... I forget what okay. you're doing or what like the plot of the game is. But um, the first one must have done well enough to where it had a sequel. I forget what the sequel's called. It's Endless Ocean something something, but. All right, next one. What is the name of the underwater survival adventure game that also has horror themes for PS4, Aww. Xbox One, and Switch? Um, Wait, what was the question? That, Sorry. <laughs> what is the name of the underwater survival adventure game that also has horror themes for PS4, Xbox One, Switch? Subnautica? That is correct. Yeah, I do want to play that. Yeah. I, has anybody list. played that? No, I, I also want to play that. There's two yeah. of them, right? There's uh, I don't know. That is the next question. What's the sequel's name? Below Zero? That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. Dang. I have Dark Below you Zero on, those? on PS5. I think the first one, I, I might have it digitally. Yeah, they might have given one of them away for free at one, but I've got them both as well. Yeah, it, it's been on my backlog for a while of like a game I actually would want to play, not just have it sit on the shelf. Yeah, they seem fun. All right, we got three more. What is the name of the PlayStation underwater game series developed by Art Dink that only had the first entry released in the USA? Bash, you got any idea on this one? Deep Fear? Uh, Not Deep Fear. What is Deep Fear? That sounds familiar. I think it's some Resident Evil ripoff, I think. Is that underwater? I think it's in like a submarine or something, Hmm. maybe. This was Aquanauts Holiday. So I don't know. Art art dink games are usually pretty damn weird. I don't know if this one was that strange other than, I guess, PS1 era. If you're just being underwater exploring and there's no real point to the game, like that might have been kind of bizarre in and of itself at the time. Hmm. All right. What is the name of the creator of Rapture in the Bioshock games? Oh, Andrew Ryan. That is correct. Andrew Ryan. Andrew Ryan. Jim Ryan. (laughs) all right last one what is the name of the first game that was developed by that game company who made journey which was a very early ps3 downloadable title and features an organism floating in water flow 
That is correct. Flow. Did you play that dark side? Uh, very little of it. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't my cup of tea. But I always want to go back to it, though. It's only supposed to take like an hour, right? Yeah, there, there's not a whole lot to it. It's pretty much like kind of a single screen experience where you're just kind of, yeah, you're playing as like this single cell organism and then you're eating other organisms and getting bigger. And then when you get big enough, I think you can access like another level and then you get a little bigger. Yeah, but there's not a whole lot to it. But yeah. it got decent to claim when it first came out because yeah, it was a very early PS3 downloadable only game when the ps3 early on didn't have a whole lot of games for it i think i bought a gundam game like at launch it's because i was like the only game that looked worth anything <laughs> i think that game wasn't supposed to be all that well yeah it wasn't that great i sold yeah. it <laughs> does any, can anybody name the game that came between flow and journey that that game company made it's not underwater or anything like that flower that was flower did you play that one uh, same deal. I played like a little bit and then I was like, oh, I'll go back to it. And then 10 years went by. Flower was pretty good. I mean, again, there's not a whole lot to it, but, um, it dealt with the same like rejuvenation and things like that, where like as the farther you get in the game, it's like kind of corrupted. And then you're controlling like the swirl of flowers and like bringing life back to the earth. And it was neat. It was neat. Uh, but I think that's going to do it for this episode of our deep dive on Abzu. Muff, do you want to let people know where they can find us on social media? Yes, Brian. Where? Where? Yeah. Where what? Where can you find us on social media, Muff? Be the month.com, bitch. You know oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 98 fucking episodes, you haven't been knowing what a website is? <laughs> Go up on the internet, beat of the month, you get all up inside that shit. Send Brian's bitch ass email, beat the month at gmail.com. I'm a baker. If you ever want a pie, I can make you one. What kind of ingredients are in your pies? AC. He's like Sweeney Todd, man. Sweetie Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Slicing up folks, man. I bit my lip the other day. I was driving to a customer's house. And uh, that damn blood just <laughs> sprayed out of the fucking windshield. <laughs> On the what? Windshield? How <laughs> yeah. hard did you bite your lip? <laughs> pretty damn good. The dang old uh, fang tooth. What's that one called? The canine. The canine. canine. Yeah, I go through Got Dog right up, yeah. Got, yeah, that one got right up inside here, and I could taste it. It was in my gum. Damn. Good thing you just spit big blood old, all over the car. I was driving a big old car. Uh, it was, uh, I got a big old <laughs> hole up in the lip right now. I was eating asparagus the other day, and I bit my finger when I was eating it, and it was like, not just the fingertip, it was like the first knuckle. And I was like, how the hell did I misjudge that? Like, by that far to where I got like a, a full inch of my finger into my mouth and bit it. Don't be mad. You were just curious. <laughs> You're choking yourself or something? Like, what? Like, this is like really good asparagus. Like Charlie, Charlie bit my finger, except for Brian yeah, bit my finger. I was just chowing on that right? asparagus, man, and <laughs> fucking bit my finger. How, how big is asparagus? 
three, six inches? Um, maybe like five inches. Five inches, <laughs> and then your finger to the knuckle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. You, you're going seven, eight strong, huh? Yeah, yeah. It was pretty. I, I like when the <laughs> when the top of the asparagus tickles the back of my throat. <laughs> Look out, Vegas! Mother's Day coming soon. <laughs> Anyway, well, this was fun. Uh, next episode, episode 99, we will be oh. doing a, a look at card games. So we're having a great time. Skeeter recommended a, an episode suggestion of card games. So we're going to take a look at that. And then after that, episode 100, what will we have planned? Big surprise. Stay we ain't got tuned. shit planned, bitch. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. What is oh, it? We, do. <laughs> we ain't got shit planned. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah card games. I've been had playing card games. There you go. So we got a lot to talk about. Games, Muff. Huh? What games you playing, Muff, or card games? Strip poker. Card game? Yeah, what are you playing? You want to play some strip poker? (laughs) Sure. Bring the cats. Anyway. We almost went one whole episode without the Muff Hall. We got it in there. You got it. This has been Beat and Month Podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Peace out, y'all. See ya. Don't play Breath of the Wild. Adios. Save yourself. was that oh shit it's probably me pulling pulling out the mic probably it probably goes (laughs) (laughs) i thought muff somehow hijacked the sound effects and did like a record scratch i was like oh damn hey let me see if we hear it again yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) cool man mind do that shit no no i'm just kidding all right, I'll cue you up for this, Darkseid. Darkseid, Melbro was not able to make it tonight, but he gave you some of his notes on Abzu. Do you want to share those with us? Yeah, he gave a lot of notes. They're very detailed. Um, and I quote, played it for 30 minutes and bored out of my fucking mind. Is this even a game? That's the end of notes. That was <laughs> <laughs> Period. End of note. So much fucking effort. For a two-hour game, I saw he had zero trophies, so I <laughs> I assumed he didn't uh, play all that much. Did he finish the game? No, 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 he didn't. Oh, my God. Come on, man. All right. <laughs> I'll see.